the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO Minneapolis. Powered by Advantage Homebuyer. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The White House is pressing for a coronavirus relief package with Election Day just over three weeks away. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi spoke for more than 30 minutes Friday afternoon as the Trump administration tried to revive talks on a coronavirus relief package that President Donald Trump walked away from on Tuesday. A GOP aide familiar with the situation said the Trump administration's new offer is about $1.8 trillion. Pelosi's most recent public offer came in at about $2.2 trillion. President Trump says he could have become very ill, might not have recovered from COVID-19 had he not been treated with the experimental drugs. I feel really good. I feel very strong. The president was asked how he's feeling after being treated for COVID-19 with that drug cocktail when he was hospitalized with his diagnosis. On Wall Street Friday, the Dow was up 151 points, and this is SRN News. Larry Elder addresses President Trump's taxes. Breaking news. Business people seek to minimize their tax liability. If you're unhappy that business people are allowed to take advantage of tax losses to offset their gains from tax losses and depreciation and the other thing that uh, people in Donald Trump's business do, then Joe Biden had 47 years to do something about changing the tax code. What did he do? The Larry Elder Show, afternoons at 5 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you sick and tired of fake news and half-truths? AM 1280, The Patriot. Are you sick and tired of fake news and half-truths? Hi, Alex Hartman here of REMAX Results. If you are considering selling a property this fall, please listen closely. The market is hot. Inventory is low. That's all real and factual news. But beware, in today's world, fake news would have you believe you have to hire a big real estate team to sell your house. What they don't tell you is that they may pawn you off on a new rookie agent selling their very first home, or worse yet, a part-timer. The fact is, most people would prefer to work with a proven real estate agent who understands both the marketplace and their needs and will see their transaction through from start to finish. That is what I am, and that's what I do. When you call me, Alex Hartman, you get me and my proven track record of results. So if you like the idea of working with a like-minded Patriot listener, please give me a call for a free market analysis. Call me directly at 651-334-5000. That's 651-334-5000. Or go to resultsbyalex.com. Wouldn't it be great if everything came with more? Like if your new computer came with unlimited tech support. When you choose a Medicare plan from United Healthcare, you get more. Like plans that have dental and vision coverage, plus hearing coverage. Call United Healthcare at 1 800 364 1360 to get Medicare with more. Remember, Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Benefits and availability may vary by plan and location. More plans based on a year over year comparison of United Healthcare plans. Minnesota Wake Up is a new election season show at 3 p.m. on Saturdays. Join me, Kim Crockett, and my co host, Bill Mormon, as we take on voter fraud in Minnesota and the politicians that make it possible. Find out what you can do to make your vote count. This isn't boring lawyer talk. Each week, you will hear from national experts and local heroes, all fighting for election integrity. The show is live, so give us a call. Saturday afternoons at 3. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 
That's 800-482-8399. AM 1280, The Patriot and iHeartRadio. They go together like stars and stripes. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. Here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm really grateful and appreciative that uh, you would stop by and join me here on a Saturday morning. Uh, with me, as always, is my producer, uh, Trevor Kay. How are you doing, my friend? You know, all things considered, still still pretty sharp on this end, Gene. How are you? That uh, Well, if I were any better, I'd be you, Trevor. Ah. That, uh, so <laughs> I'm doing great. That's good. Say, um, how important is your cell phone to you? Oof. Um, probably more than I realize. I like to think that I could probably just get rid of it for a week and be totally content, if not more happy than I am okay. currently. I, I saw a survey. They said that uh, people who have who own pets and and I was interested because I'm, I'm I have a dog. I'm a, I'm a pet. I, I own a pet. I I'm a dog lover. And they said that uh, in a survey taken that most people. Uh, it would be easier for them to uh, go without their pets for a month or so than it would be for their cell phone. Ooh, I believe that because pets can sometimes yeah. be work as great as they are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, there was a, a story I saw. Um, there was a college student who uh, went to sleep, had his uh, cell phone right beside him, and he woke up in the morning and found it gone. And uh, it, uh, there appeared to be no bu- uh, burglary at all that took place, no break-in. Uh, this uh, college student is from Malaysia. And so uh, he did have the window open. So what they did is they, he had the tracker uh, uh, on his uh, phone. And so they found it in the, in the jungle just a few blocks away from the... Uh, the dormitory where he was staying, and when they uh, got the phone, they found out, uh, they said, well, let's take a look and see if there's any pictures of who the culprit was. And there it was. There was a monkey that uh, had taken a number of selfies. Oh, really? Yes. Huh? So he's got uh, he's got his phone back, and uh, I think the monkey selfies have gone viral now with over 2 million views. Holy cow. But Yeah. Well, yes, it's a uh, cell phone. Pretty important for most people. Well, what's also important, folks, are the uh, topics that we uh, cover uh, each week. And so uh, without further ado, we've got uh, a very special legislative update. That's right. Uh, Most legislators are like a carpenter whose only tool is a hammer. So every problem begins to look like a nail. To the person who's with me uh, today uh, to talk about uh, what's uh, taking place with a uh, uh, legislative bill in the state of California. My uh, guest, let me tell you a little bit about him. He's an attorney, uh, co-founder of uh, the law firm of Richardson, Ober, 
N. DiNicolo. He's a former president of the Greater Los Angeles Chapter, CAI, has served on the CAI California Legislative Action Committee, has served on the CAI Board of Trustees, was the national president of CAI just a few years ago. He's been a past faculty member of uh, the California Association of Community Managers, member of the California Association of Realtors, National Association. You get the picture? He's He's done an awful lot. And in between all that, He's a weekly columnist uh, on HOA law in 14 newspapers, uh, and he still has a couple minutes to spend with us. Uh, today, my guest is Kelly Richardson. Kelly, welcome. Good morning. Thanks to you and Trevor for having me. Yeah, you, uh, uh, you're a pretty busy guy. <laughs> yeah, sleep is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, the the reason I wanted you on because I was uh, I think one of the uh, uh, columns that you wrote uh, just a few weeks ago, uh, Kelly, and this was uh, in the uh, San Diego Union Times, and it caught my attention. It said proposed law would override HOA self determination, um, and uh, I always uh, find it. Uh, uh, interesting when I take a look that uh, that uh, legislators are uh, always so quick to tweak uh, tweak an, another another bill. Um, give us uh, an idea, okay? Uh, what is in this uh, Assembly Bill thirty one eighty two? You wrote and said it was a horrible bill, but it's been downgraded from horrible to just bad. Uh, talk about that for a moment. Well, uh, Assembly Bill 3182 um, follows a, another law that that uh, took took effect in California about about seven years, six or seven years ago. Uh, and 3182 is sort of the second step in a progression, uh, all all designed apparently to in, enhance uh, housing supply in California. Uh, regardless, frankly, of the needs of the owners of that housing. Um, the uh, California Association of Realtors, uh, uh, which is a great organization, very powerful organization in California, a number of years ago, sponsored a bill successfully to require that uh, associations that had complete rental bans uh, or uh, lim- major limitations of rentals that, that those would not apply to any current owner in the association, but would only apply prospectively to new owners as they came in. And the idea was that uh, apparently the uh, uh, rights of an individual owner to rent their unit or units or homes was viewed as more important than the desire of the community in terms of how they handled or didn't handle rentals. Um, that uh, that settled down. It, it, it was uh, an upsetting law, but it wasn't uh, as as bad as the the bill 3182 that, as we speak, is currently awaiting uh, signature for Governor Newsom. Uh, CAI has opposed this bill all year long, and uh, C- uh, California's Legislative Action Committee has asked the governor to veto it. Um, uh, frankly, Governor Newsom has made housing uh, uh, one of his main platform points from day one. And so anything that smells like it's increasing housing, he seems in favor of. Well, this bill does several things if he signs it. Uh, Starting in January, this bill would say that you can't have any uh, rent, apparently, you can't have any rental uh, minimum longer than 30 days. Yeah. Uh, So if an association says, that you have to uh, you have to um, uh, have a lease that is at least one year, and you can go month to month after. Right now, it appears that you can't do that anymore, uh, the, because the only rental term that is allowed specifically in the bill it says that an association can ban short-term rentals, meaning thirty days or less. Okay, it, it, is it just? Uh... Me, but uh, when I take a look at stories w- uh, that are happening in uh, legislatures all around the country, 
there seems to be, I think, an erosion in politics with legislators having even a basic understanding when it comes to upholding private contract law and agreements between individuals, because that's really what we're talking about uh, here with an HOA, isn't it? It absolutely it is. And, and, and your, your reference to using a hammer uh, and treating every problem like a nail it could not be more appropriate. I, I can't tell you how many laws in California, HOA, uh, the HOA world, have been passed because of one or two single news stories or a single complaint that a legislator says, oh, that's a problem. I need to fix it. And uh, this, this whole subject is certainly no exception. Uh, this 3182 indirectly sprang out of a case that happened more than 10 years ago in Hemet, California, uh, where in, in an association called Sierra Dawn, where a lady had amassed, I think, 19 homes in a community. And, and that was her retirement business is she rented out all these homes. And the HOA uh, members all got together and passed a, a limitation saying, you know what, you, I think they said two or three. You can only have a few rentals. And so to her, that was, you know, a disastrous. She was going to have to, I guess, sell a bunch of those homes. And, and that sparked this, the California Realtors Bill that sort of began this progression. But I, I think that's what we're seeing is that we're seeing other public policy uh, goals overriding the ability of a bunch of property owners to get together and say, here's how we would like to operate our community. And this, this certainly this is one. I mean, 3182 has a provision that says if you pass or enforce an unreasonable rental restriction, and, and who knows what that means, you can not only be sued, yeah. but, but pay attorney's fees and a civil fine. None yeah, of us know what's, what's unreasonable. Yeah. And, uh, folks, uh, this, uh, this bill is something we're going to take a deep dive into. But looking at the clock, we need to take a break right now. But uh, don't go away. Uh, We'll be back with a lot more Where You Live with my guest, Attorney Kelly Richardson, after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. I was drinking through the day without my spouse knowing it would be hidden in the room, tucked in a corner, or in a slipper. I came to Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, and I couldn't be happier. It changed my whole life. You are not alone, and you can take the first step towards freedom from addiction by calling Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge at 612-FREEDOM, or you can text MNTC to 900-900, or go online to mntc.org slash not alone. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. 
Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back. I'm Gene Sullivan with my guest, attorney Kelly Richardson. Sponsored, of course, uh, by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763-441-1334 and tell them Gene sent you. Before we uh, get back uh, with our discussion on uh, assembly, uh, assembly Bill, it is uh, 3182 in California that would ban an association's uh, ability to uh, to have its uh, own determination on whether it will allow or not allow rentals in their community. Before we do that, it's time to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. That address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community association board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development networking opportunities, and a certification program that's established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit CAIMN.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at CAIMN.com and click on Membership. Uh, my guest, uh, Attorney Kelly Richardson. Uh, Kelly, appreciate you being on the show with me today. Uh, folks, we're talking about Assembly Bill 3182 in California that is going to uh, prohibit an association from being able to make the determination on their own as to whether or not they will or will not allow rentals. Kelly, uh, just for our listeners, let's talk a minute why would it be a good idea for an HOA at times to actually elect and say, we're going to prohibit rentals in our community? Well, for many years, the uh, lending market, uh, Fannie Mae and FHA, have had underwriting guidelines that actually themselves had rental maximums built into their qualifications. Many years ago, uh, associations that had uh, uh, more than, uh, I think it was 40% uh, rentals, uh, might not qualify for Fannie Mae or FHA. Um, those guidelines have been liberalized now up to 50%, but there still is a notion of limiting rentals, not having too many, so that a community is really owner-occupied in nature. And I think the idea there is that the generalization is that those properties will be better maintained. Uh, there'll be more uh, uh, mm-hmm. better community. And um, so a lot of associations over the years have passed in their CCNRs caps on the number of rentals that they will allow yes. in the community. 
And th- those caps can be anywhere from 40% down to 10%. But in January of 2021, uh, that for many associations will be illegal yeah. because they won't be allowed to go less than 25%. And and having those caps uh, are important. Uh, just you know, oh, this in this whole discussion, I think uh, the the legislators in California are saying they're wanting to do this because they want to promote affordable housing. And the uh, what is uh, the uh, kind of ironic in all of this is I remember Kelly a story of a few years ago, Ohio single mom. She sues the HOA. Why? Because um, they had no caps on rentals, and because of that, they were una- uh, because of that decision, they were unable to uh, to get FHA certification. Without FHA certification, this woman maintained. I, a single mom uh, who am a protected class. Uh, uh, have uh, been discriminated upon by an association in their decision because now I can't get affordable housing because I can't get an FHA-backed mortgage. Wow. Just, ridic- just ridiculous. And, and, and so I, I, uh, there are definitely the unintended consequences people uh, aren't thinking about here. Um, the, you were getting back to the spill. Uh, first thing got to, uh, to my attention there was a minimum requirement. You said that uh, that a certain number of rentals had to be allowed. They couldn't go. Uh, they couldn't go beyond that. Speak to that for a moment. What does uh, the language in there say? The the subpart subpart B of what will be new Civil Code Section forty seven forty one says that an association cannot have a restriction that is lower than twenty twenty five percent of the uh, residences. And by the way, there's an asterisk to that because in that 25%, they are not allowed to count accessory dwelling units, which is a whole nother topic in this bill. Oh, I know that, that uh, to me uh, is uh, the, the gorilla in, in, in the room. Uh, and to me, that that's the part that uh, I think is going to be most difficult with uh, how things are going to be parsed out for HOAs as this uh, bill becomes a law. Talk about, some of our listeners probably don't know what an ADU unit or a granny flat is. Explain that a little bit. Well, an accessory dwelling unit is basically a second dwelling, a second home built on an existing lot that may or be attached or detached Many, many folks have uh, over the years converted a, a detached garage to a, an apartment uh, to rent or to have a, a, their, their, their adult children stay in. Uh, a number of years ago, California began to really push this notion of encouraging these second units on a lot. And so we now have this notion of an accessory dwelling unit, which could be attached or detached. And the, the idea is that it's a complete dwelling unit with a kitchen and bathroom and sleeping yeah. quarters. And then there's a junior accessory dwelling unit, which basically, as I understand it, is converting a garage where you don't have to have it completely independent. Uh, apparently, it, it may share the bathroom or kitchen yeah. with the main residence. And so See, this... <laughs> this is what gets me. There, You know, we've looked at, for years, laws where... Uh, Land uh, landlords who were uh, pushing more people into smaller units before were uh, called slum lords, and now that very thing seems to be what is encouraged. Yeah, yeah. Well, to make it worse, I think one of the two most shocking parts of this law, is, one of the two, is that the California government code is going to be amended, and and to to say that if somebody applies to the Building and Safety Department for uh, approval for construction of an ADU or a junior ADU, the building and safety department has 60 days to respond to it, or it is going to get this gene be deemed automatically approved. Does that sound wow. safe to you? <laughs> well, I, I don't understand how a city could allow that. Uh, 
and uh, and uh, have an, well, they're not taking any responsibility for uh, uh, what's going to be built. It's it's one thing for an ADU, you know, if we're talking about a single family home, fee simple, and uh, someone's on a quarter acre of, of land, and they want to build it in the uh, and the city wants to allow a secondary uh, unit to be on there. That's one thing. But there are uh, other considerations when you talk about a homeowner's association that uh, the language in the law says that even an HOA could not prohibit this at all. Isn't that correct? Yes. Yeah, We, we that, that law took effect, I think, in 2020. Associations can't have an outright ban on uh, uh, accessory dwelling units. They have to have uh, reasonable limitations, but they can't say no ADUs. And and that can create real problems. Imagine a planned development. We have many planned developments in California that are built townhouse style where they don't really have much of a yard. Um, So if they apply to build an ADU in their backyard, which is sometimes not big enough even to park a car, uh, yeah. you, put, you know, that is the, is the board of directors going to have to allow that? And if the, and if the city doesn't respond until 61 days, no matter how unsafe that dwelling is, it's approved. Yeah. I, I just think of a lot uh, as a uh, property manager, having a property management company, uh, there are a lot of red flags that go up. One would be insurance. Um, uh, how, how is, how are you going to even, uh, possibly find, uh, carriers that are even going to want to insure a property built along those lines and then costs, uh, people are, uh, one thing I know about people in HOAs, um, they, they want to spend as little as possible and, uh, boy, they want to make sure that uh, nothing is unfair. Uh, what to talk about how this uh, just throws off uh, costs and responsibilities when people start building ADUs? Well, it really does because the ADUs are not counted as part of the overall membership of the association. The ADU is not a record owner of property. They're just a renter. So they have no direct connection to the HOA. So the HOA does not have the ability to make sure that they are good neighbors yeah. to everybody else. And imagine imagine if every single owner in, in an HOA decided to put an ADU in, all of a sudden you could have as many tenants as owners in a community, regardless, regardless of what the governing documents say. I mean, the thought here, I think, in California is private property is becoming less private all the time because CCNRs and the, the, the legal compact that yeah. – owners make in an HOA is becoming less and less significant to the California legislature. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- folks, this is uh, what we're talking about is uh, uh, Assembly Bill 3182. We've got a lot more we want to dig in uh, to about this uh, bill with my guest, Attorney Kelly Richardson. But let's take another break. Don't go away. You're listening to where you live on AM 1280 The Patriot. Back after this. AM 1280, The Patriot. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact minnesotaexteriors.com. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., Thrivent.com, slash disclosures. 
Whether you love it or hate it, winter is upon us. Start preparing before it's too late. Bundle up and save some cash. This fall is the perfect time for Standard Heating and Air Conditioning's Bundle Up for Savings Sale, where you can save at least $1,000 on a new high-efficiency furnace, giving you and your family toasty comfort all season long. In addition to saving $1,000 or more on your new high-efficiency furnace, they're offering payment options for 0% financing. You can take comfort in knowing that Standard Heating has been serving Twin Cities homeowners since 1930 and that their NATE-certified technicians will get the job done right and right away. So don't wait for winter. Start bundling up and take advantage of this sale. This offer ends October 31st. Learn how you can save $1,000 or more on your new furnace at standardheating.com slash patriot. That's standardheating.com slash patriot. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, the comfort you deserve since 1930. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. Everybody thought I lost the sense Telephone poles look like a picket fence They said slow down, I see spots Lines on the road just look like dots I took a corner, sideswiped the truck Crossed my fingers just for luck Fenders was clicking on the guardrail post The guy beside me was white as a ghost I mean, I've heard Gene on the radio for how long? And I thought that he <laughs> this, is, this is so Swedish He seems like a reasonable fellow <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like the way he does the radio show. Oh, well, thank you so much. Welcome back, folks, to uh, Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here on AM 1280, The Patriot. My guest today is Attorney Kelly Richardson. We're talking about uh, a uh, crazy bill in the California legislature that has got more than enough traction. It's It's going to... It's going to pass, and we're talking about what this would mean for HOAs. But uh, before we get back to that discussion, I'd like to let our listeners know of a few resources we have for you. Go to our website, won't you, at newconceptsgroup.com. There you're going to find a number of things. Uh, For instance, we have over 30 uh, webinars that you can listen to uh, 24-7 on uh, Good governance in an HOA. What's an HO6 insurance policy? Why do I need it? What's the role of the board? How do you read a financial statement? That and so much more. Uh, We also have, for those who are self-managed HOAs, we have a list of uh, tried and true uh, vendors in over 55 categories uh, there for you to take a look at if you're looking uh, for someone for something specific in your community. Uh, it's all there at newconceptsgroup.com. Uh, Kelly, we're, we're talking about uh, Assembly Bill 3182. Uh, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, the requirement that uh, an association must allow a certain percentage, and this must be they can't have under 25%. They can't say that uh, less than 25% can be uh, prohibited. Uh, to be available for rentals, you all, we, the big deal was this uh, idea of an ADU, uh, a, an additional dwelling unit uh, that uh, can be uh, built, and the problems that it'll have with cost with everybody. Um, it's uh, not enough that all of this has to happen. The legislature is also saying we're going to require that this language be written into all governing documents. And they're only giving them what till 2021? Correct. Uh, toward the end of 2021, uh, associations will have 365 days 
all 50,000 plus HOAs in California, uh, ranging from 13,000 or more to two units in size, all associations are directed by the statute during the year 2021 to amend their CCNRs. And that requires a vote, as many of you know, of usually a supermajority, meaning more than just 50% plus one, sometimes 75% or 67% of all members have to, uh, uh, have to approve for an amendment to the CCNRs to happen. One of the things that we HOA lawyers struggle with day in and day out is we draft great amendments to CCNRs, but they fail because nobody votes. Yes, and yet, and- if, if your association doesn't, doesn't amend your CCNRs, all 50,000 in California, they're in violation of this law. So are, is there going to be, are there, is there some teeth with that? Are they going to be fined, or is that not yet uh, identified? Uh, the statute has a sort of a blanket statement that willful violations of the law can result in attorney's fees and a civil penalty. I think it's up to $1,000. Uh, to whoever catches the HOA on the violation. So the big, the big problem, uh, in, in, in my view, is if an association, this law is basically going to require all 50,000 HOAs to at least be able to show that they tried. So they're going to have to spend money on a lawyer to draft these amendments. Then they're going to have to pay the manager to mail them all out. And then they're going to have to show that they tried for a vote. And if they didn't at least try they could be liable for a willful violation because they didn't even try to amend the document. Yeah. And, and then even if they do and go through that, then there's the process of uh, after it's been drafted, then they have to refile uh, the governing documents in the county where the property uh, is uh, attached it to the property. There's just uh, anytime you talk about amending or redrafting governing documents, you're looking at a proposition that's not cheap, is it? No, it's not. It, 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 and, and, you know, it would have been so easy for the legislature had they just asked CAI, had they just asked those of us who do this every day, they could have put in a provision that says these particular amendments can be passed by the board of directors. If all you're doing is simply complying with the statute, then you don't have to have the entire yeah. membership. But they didn't do that. And so there will be tens of thousands of HOAs on New Year's Day 2022 that are in violation of this law. That, and that's uh, part of uh, what I also wanted to get to uh, and ask you here. Uh, this bill, it doesn't sound like all the stakeholders uh, were brought together to discuss this. This was just being uh, uh, pushed uh uh, from uh, probably uh, something constituent-based? Yes. I, well, you know, in California, we have term limits. And so a legislator only has a maximum of perhaps eight years at most to acquire expertise on a given topic. And clearly what we're seeing in California is in the housing and real estate law world, these legislators, they they are not acquiring enough expertise to understand that when they tinker with HOA or real estate law, they, they may be missing very important points. And this is a classic example. There, there, there's so many unintended consequences that are going to bedevil us in coming years from this law, and they're probably going to require more tinkering and more legislative action in yeah. coming years. Yeah, it's uh, one of the things that uh, I always find kind of uh, comical and also probably at the same time just uh, oh uh, defeating is uh, the this idea that a lot of politicians have when they uh, get into their uh, get into their role. The one thing that you hear them say, "I wrote this bill because we have to do something." You know, the idea is uh, it's better to do something than nothing at all. I don't know that I uh, agree with that, uh, with that uh, notion. Uh, a lot of times uh, uh, someone, uh, this guy who uh, was the chief author, his name is Assemblyman Phil Ting from San Francisco. Have you yep. uh, met with him uh, about this bill? 
I, I have not. I, I, I typically send the author uh, okay. communications saying, here's some problems. Uh, and, and, and this particular bill, I think I wrote three separate columns this year, uh, which, which circulate pretty widely in California on the bill. Um, the bill changed many times. Uh, it, was, it was a complete nightmare. It's still awful. But it was actually, if you can believe this, Gene, it was worse before. Oh. <laughs> what, I, what, what, what was, uh, I don't even want to ask what was worse. Uh, here's a quote from uh, Phil Ting in a uh, uh, news article. Uh, he said about this bill, he said, we must marshal all available resources to address the housing and homelessness crisis. He said there are millions of homes across the state that have the potential to be renter uh, to be uh, rented to those in need of housing but are prohibited from this uh, being leased under outdated association rules. Uh, what do, what wow. do you think of his perspective? Wow. I mean, first of all, outdated association rules. We have the lending FHA and Fannie Mae requiring certain rental maximums. Uh, secondly, is this, is, are we going to solve the, the homeless problem in California by creating substandard dwellings? Because if thousands and thousands of ADUs are mistakenly uh, approved by default by a building and safety department, is that really a good thing? And, and, and five or 10 years from now, if we have somebody die in an illegal, in a legal yeah. ADU that's only legal because the building department didn't get to it fast enough, have we done a good thing? Yes, ex exactly. Those are, uh, those are great questions. Um, you know, it, it's, uh, people uh, think that just doing anything, they're going to have an impact on affordable uh, housing. Um but there have been a lot of other issues in California that have been uh, a cause of uh, uh, where they are now uh, with uh, not having affordable housing. Uh, talk, for example, about rent control and what that has done over the years. Right. Uh, rent, rent control is a recurring issue uh, in California. We, we, we actually... Uh, I, uh, I think we have now this year a, some kind of a minimal statewide rent control. There have mm -hmm. been multiple efforts in, to, in, in the name of housing. But ask people in Santa Monica, which has probably the strictest rent control uh, in the state, ask them how easy it is to find housing in Santa Monica. Uh, it, it, it's, it's so difficult that the only way you can find a place to live in that town is if you have a friend who you know is about to move out. Um, Rent control isn't helping the people that need it most. What it's doing is it's it's making things more difficult, and uh, the entry level entry level folks are not yeah. able to take advantage of it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it it is uh, it, it's it's crazy. It it just it just is. I don't know what else to say. Uh, one thing I do need to say is we need to take another break, but uh, don't go away. We've got one more segment. We'll wrap up today's show with my guest, Attorney Kelly Richardson. So don't go away. We'll be back after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., Thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. 
No one knows for certain where the financial markets are heading on any given day, especially in 2020. But there are trends in all markets that can help you be successful in your investing endeavors. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing market trends that have held up in this volatile market and likely will continue into the future. Listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them now with your questions, 855-231-6010. Are you in charge of cleaning and sanitization at your food production facility? American Pressure has the tools to help you. Custom high-pressure conveyor wash systems save time and water and help you automate cleaning. Give us a call today at 763-521-4442, and we'd be happy to come visit you at your location. Buy local, buy quality, visit AmericanPressure.com. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here. Show's uh, brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. Before we wrap up our uh, show today with uh, my guest, uh, Kelly Richardson, it's time now to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. Here is the MHA Minute. If you're renting out a property for the first time, there's a lot you need to know so that you can do it successfully and, frankly, keep yourself out of trouble. Luckily, there's a statewide resource with all the tools you need to run your new business successfully. In fact, the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association regularly holds a seminar called Accidental Landlord, specifically designed for people who are renting out a property for the first time. They also have residential leases, security deposit agreements, a lead disclosure, and lots of other forms. They even have brochures on the principles of successful property management and the eviction process that you can download for free. So if you want to know more about the Accidental Landlord Seminar or other classes about owning, managing, or maintaining anything from a single unit to a growing apartment portfolio, visit the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association's website, mmha.com. That's two M's, mmha.com. Um, Kelly, let's just uh, wrap this up uh, with uh, this particular bill, uh, Assembly Bill 3182. Uh, what, uh, uh, where is it uh, now? It's just a matter of, uh, what, just a quick amount of time before it, it needs to go through the Senate so that there's the companion bill and it's stamped and approved? Oh, no, this is now, as we speak, it was approved by the legislature a couple of weeks ago. It's been sitting on Governor Newsom's desk, oh, he has, okay. I believe, a couple more weeks to sign it. So our, our only hope is a veto. But given, given the governor's sort of rabid uh, uh, advocacy of housing supply yeah. issues, I have, I have very little hope that it will be vetoed. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be uh, uh, interesting to uh, get back with you even uh, uh, later on to see what uh, the uh, consequences, unintentional consequences have been and how this plays out as it uh, it uh, goes forward. We've got just a few minutes left. And, uh, folks, I I do this not to, because I want to just surprise our, our guests, but... Uh, uh, I have a listener question, 
uh, that has come in, and Kelly said he's not heard this, but he will be happy to address this uh, for our listener. And, uh, Kelly, here we go. Uh, It says, uh, hello, Gene, I'm a homeowner at, he names the name of the Single Family Homeowners Association, built in uh, Coon Rapids, 1988, next to, and he mentions another association. He said it went online and found out that your company is registered uh, as uh, the, as uh, uh, taking uh, the uh, address uh, for the association uh, with it being filed. So he said, I assume you're currently in some sort of management role. He said, uh, here's the situation we had. Over time, uh, new board members were elected. Uh, and they said, uh, but um, these uh, people, uh, they began to, uh, to run the association. But as in most cases, uh, interest began to wane. And so it, it got to the point where it was very difficult even to find someone to manage uh, to be on the board. Uh, because of this, uh, we're down to from five people down to three who quote unquote run the association. Uh, which basically means uh, uh, trying to make sure that bills get paid. We've had many, many homeowners that just don't seem feel compelled to uh, read our governing documents. With great difficulty, we have uh, uh, even getting realtors to notify new buyers that the property they're purchasing is in an association. Uh, it is my understanding we have $20,000 in unpaid dues that has gone for a few years and we're unregistered with the state. Uh, and they said, I'm just uh, kicking the tires here to find out recourse. Number one, are we legal? Uh, you know, uh, number two, are we required by law to have a board in place rather than just winging it? Are we required to report our law, our um, financials to any other official entity? And uh, do we need the help of an attorney? Wow. Well, of course, <laughs> the the caveat is I'm only licensed in California. But I right. think the question, the question being asked really does have very broad application. And that is, first of all, yes, an association is a corporate entity. And a corporate entity cannot act without a board of directors to be at the eyes, ears, and arms. So, yeah, you've got to have a a functioning board in place. But, you know, having done this for over 30 years, out of my 37 years in practice, I can tell you, uh, I can almost guarantee you that that there there are one or two reasons why associations have trouble filling boards. And it's, it's rarely, but sometimes it's because an association is in continual turmoil and there's so much animosity and hostility that a lot of good people say, why would I sign up for that? But frankly, that is really pretty unusual. I would say 97% of associations that have trouble filling boards are because the boards of directors themselves are acting as co-managers or outright managers of their community. And by that, what I mean is that you have really great people who serve on the board, who are spending sometimes 20 to 40 hours each and every week, uh, either either managing the association or kind of co-managing, uh, taking over a lot of the management responsibilities from the professional manager. And other homeowners look at that time commitment and they say, I cannot possibly do that. And so those great people wonder why they can't get other folks to serve with them. It's because they're really not serving as directors anymore they're they're serving as co-managers and working far too hard so what i what i say is start being a director and 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 have a good manager and let the manager manage and if you're spending more than five to ten hours a week on hoa business there's something wrong yes well kelly thank you so much for being on the show today appreciate uh, your perspective your wisdom it's uh it's been great to have you Gene, Trevor, thanks so much. Appreciate it. It was real fun. Okay, folks, thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of your weekend. See you here next week on Where You Live.
Whoa. Look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Are you tired of overpaying for batteries for your car, truck, snowmobile, boat, four-wheeler, and more? Full Service Battery is the solution for you. At Full Service Battery, that's all they do. Their experts will consult with you on the best possible battery for your situation. And their everyday low pricing beats almost all store sales prices. Buying in bulk? Their inventory is stocked with almost any battery you could need. And at the lowest prices in town. Check them out today at FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, and iHeartRadio. They go together like freedom and the Second Amendment. Listen at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. AM 